Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So this next interview uh, for me was a real treat at the Toronto International Film Festival with two Croatian women, Kristina Kumric and Mia Hergovic. I hope I got your names right. <laughs> we had a good laugh about that as well. Uh, in in a very uh, odd setting, we were basically sitting in a phone booth for this interview, so it might sound like it's got a little bit uh, of an echo there. This is a brilliant film. This is a, a playing a world premiere in the short Croatian film called Half a Man, and it's about war, but and 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 revenge it's about it's about anger and it's about hate it's about it's about prisoners of war but it really for me uh, was a very uh, and I, I know both uh, Christina and I will probably smile but for me it was a hopeful film and this was about overcoming uh, and about uh, fighting back against uh, life in in all of its ah oh, man deeply disturbing and traumatic forms but for me this was this was really about uh, family at the end of it all it's a 20 minute film I can't believe what the uh, these two have done this team has done in such a short period of time they shot it in five days it's a beautiful film to watch and uh, you need to see this you absolutely need to see this so put it on your list and uh, also check out davidpecklive.com for more interviews rabble.ca and uh, we've got more coming up from the Toronto International Film Festival in the near future. Christina Kumrich and Mia Hergovic, uh, half a man. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by two very special uh, guests here today, all the way from Croatia, I think. Uh, got in last night. Uh, we are joined by two filmmakers, Christina Kumrich and Mia Hergovic. Yes? Thank you for joining us today, both of you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. And I got your last names right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Great. Sometimes with European filmmakers, it's all, my, my name's pretty easy, right? Peck, my last name. Oh. It's pretty, that's not too hard. It's right? like Smith. <laughs> that's right. It's kind of like Smith. It's true. So we're here to talk about the world premiere of your film at the Toronto International Film Festival, uh, Half a Man. Yes? So we've got our Maya, the screenwriter, Christina, the director. Tell, tell 
how much of this, I guess, is autobiographical? How much of this comes out of your own, your own story as uh, the writer and, and the director? Uh -huh. I work as a journalist and a writer in Croatia, and uh, I, I was writing my novel, uh, We Shall Live Better, which uh, was published several years ago, and uh, the story on which the movie is based is only a chapter in that novel. And in the novel, uh, I somehow it, it, it deals with the story about a young woman who loses her baby, and it's very traumatic, and then it becomes grotesque, and then it suddenly beca becomes also humorous and funny and beautiful. But uh, there is one cha chapter in which she remembers her own childhood, and the special one day when her father returns from a camp from a war camp where he was tortured and that that is an autobiographical story that is a story of of my father who in uh croatian uh, war in 1991 was uh was uh, fighting for uh, independence against uh, the guerrilla army who were um, uh, fighting for the independence. As you know, it is a really complicated and tra traumatic uh, thing Always in the Balkans, so especially, yes, especially, especially in the Balkans. And it's uh, still, you know, we still live through the consequences of it. We haven't still resolved that chapter in, in our past. And uh, we, there, there's a lot of... Um, historical dialogue that has to be done. Is there a but sense, uh, Maya or Christina, where, I mean, the, the, the war has, I mean, the war has touched everyone in some way, I would imagine. If, if it hasn't touched you as a family directly, it's an uncle or, or, well, that would be family. It's a friend or maybe your school teacher or, you know, a, a priest or somebody that you know, right? Is that a fair statement? Yeah. Yes. In Croatia, especially, I don't know anyone who isn't who hasn't been uh, affected by the war. So, I guess the film, the film then is really, I mean, it's a short film. It's 20, 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 all minutes. in. So my first question is, how come it wasn't longer? Because I, I, congratulations too, by the way, love the film. I really did. Cinematography is beautiful. The, Thank the you. storytelling is great. The performances. Uh, Mia, is it? Mia, the young 10-year-old actress, is just... She was nine. Then. Nine. It's yeah. crazy good. Yeah. I mean, it's su She's such a performance. Yeah. And I, I don't think I'd want to get into a fight with her either, actually. <laughs> She's got a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of passion, a little bit of energy there. It's awesome how it comes out in so many ways. And quite heartbreaking as well. So, um, so yeah, wonderful film. So, um, I want and I want to get into some of that, but, but how come it wasn't longer? Was it, was it just budget? Was it just not enough money to make a, a longer feature film? I, I don't know. Well, uh, we, from the beginning, we were, we knew that we are making a short film. Mm. So I just, I tried to make it, uh, vivid, uh, to make those characters, uh, deep some way uh, so I, I I thought in that way that maybe I should think of those characters like they are in a, in a longer movie maybe because in short films you always have some catch or something on the end uh, and this film I I tried to show really the characters 
So maybe that's why you think it should be longer. It must be such a huge challenge too, with such a short period of time, to to communicate as much as you did. It makes you almost wonder if you shot hundreds of hours of footage no. in order to get 20 minutes, right? No. There's all kinds of backstory and front story and so on, and but not really. No, there are shots that uh, that are taken only once. <laughs> So we didn't have time. It was only uh, it was filmed for uh, five days. Wow! So you shot that over five days. Yeah. Wow! And how about rehearsals? I mean, none of this no, is really relevant. No, we to didn't the have any rehearsal. No rehearsals. No. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's how we do it in Croatia. <laughs> that's how we do it in Croatia. <laughs> it's scary, like. You guys should be wearing the T-shirt. That's how we do it in Croatia. Yeah. No rehearsals. Yeah. That's. Is that just because again of budget? Was it? it yeah. Yeah, it really was. And we were on locations yep. because when you film in Zagreb, everything you you can do everything you want. But uh, when you film on locations, and we were filming on um, uh, in Dalmatia, uh, uh, so everything is uh, expensive, expensive uh, okay. there. So you have to. Yeah, you have to place. Is there a is there a student uh, sort of intern like uh, part of the film industry in Croatia that you can draw from? Um, you know, interns that are a little more reasonable, not as expensive to hire to, to bring on side, or does everybody want to be paid well to work on a film in Croatia? Oh, I mean, everybody well, wants to be paid well yeah, to work on yeah, a film, but, but a lot of people are looking for yeah, opportunities, but right? It, that was really great team. That, that work you must with have that. yeah and everybody tried to give as much as 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 possible so I think uh, uh, something happened on that shooting we all were uh, very connected and uh, uh, there was like some I don't know magic <laughs> yeah. and we were working like 150 percent so everything just found uh, uh, some way I I don't know, but so I suppose everything really connected. It, it must have really connected. It must have really uh, I would say gelled. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, and and worked well to create in five days to create such a wonderful film. Mm -hmm. Is is the film for you guys? I mean, is it really? Is this a is this a film about family? Is this a film about uh, peace? Is this a, is this an anti-war film? You know, I mean, it's I, is I, this about violence? I mean, there's so many things right in 20 minutes. Which is so wonderful that we could be talking about. I think definitely anti-war film, mm -hmm. and uh, well, of course it's about family, but uh, the context is, uh, I mean, uh, it's so uh, so many things that uh, that are uh, in intruding. In, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you try? Um, Okay, so uh, I don't. It's um, I wrote the story as a, and the script later as a story about how two worlds collide, about the collision between the child the childhood world and which is like uh, uh, should be full of innocence and right. should be unspoiled, and then it, in, in this impact with uh, the grown-up world, which is uh, like the world of war and. And the adults and uh, traumas and some unexplicable uh, traumas, and in in that gap 
I wanted to see what happens and you know how how things how traumas become distorted and even even more diabolic when seen from uh, from frog's per perspective from the you know from the down from from the child child's perspective but in the process and as we worked uh, together on the script and refined it a bit the, some other topics uh, jumped up in the first plan and so I see so many layers in it. It is a story about coming it's of age. Layered. Yes. And it uh, is a coming of age coming story. Coming of it age really story is. definitely. Then um, what Mia's character and how she <laughs> how she uh, she puts up her dukes as it were against the boys. Yeah. They're dancing, they're practicing, they're rehearsing for their dad to come yes. home, I suppose, right? They were planning on doing this dance it's yes. heartbreaking actually it's and heartbreaking it really is but but the way Mia fights back I mean if that's not about coming of age in some way it's really really and she's so remarkable she's so talented and and here too at the festival yes. Yes. yeah yeah and the big I don't, uh, the big topic uh, which came up during uh, the filming it is the um, was something that was only hinted in the story but now it's you know the, the ending about uh, how to overcome um, trauma uh, how to wh what happens to the marriage when someone uh, has such a tremendous experience which doesn't uh, which the other person doesn't share and it can be you know you, you can you, I think about it on so many levels you can you can uh, think about this um, you know how the how the how the marriage dissolves on uh, uh, on from from you know from little everyday problems to the this big and um, acute uh, breakups. I don't know how to how to live after that. You know how to live how to organize your everyday world uh, world after trauma uh, within the family and you know how to live. Well, how do you how do you recover? How do you how do you actually you recover? Don't. Yeah, I, I guess. You yeah, yeah you in don't. some way, I suppose you don't really, do you? You you go on in a new. You build something new, I suppose. Yeah, we somehow have these coping strategies which are uh, adjusted to our to you know to our own character, and. Uh, talking specifically about the war in, war in Croatia, I think that the state hasn't done enough to help people develop these coping strategies, and that's why we had so so many uh, suicides of veterans after the war, and especially of uh, people who went through the camps and who were tortured and you know tried to integrate in the normal life and and didn't succeed in that and you know it's such a sad story my father uh, his coping mechanism was just the den denial just or just just um, being quiet uh, not not this uh, so de um, deciding not to talk about it and trying not to think about it and do something else and so he, he is successful at that, but uh, that's why this film, I feel uh, guilty in a way, because like I'm, I, I'm revisiting the painful side mm. again of the family. Well, in a sense, know. I wonder, did that come through in the character of the father? I mean, he's silent. Does he, he say anything in the... No. I don't, he doesn't say anything, no, does he? No, I thought at one point, right at the end, it's quite beautiful, because I thought he was going to actually mm. finally say, say something. Something, and something, he something you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, and I wasn't really, I don't think I was really looking for anything, you know, profound, just, 
some yeah. kind of human contact or put out his hand or something, you know. Yeah, but, but we, we, we had it. You did, eh? Yeah. Yes, he did it. Too. He did that. Yeah. Oh, is that in the film? I don't... No, I didn't take it. Oh, you it. cut it out. <laughs> oh. And he said at the end... So I'm getting the sense you're the darker one of the two here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I tried to objectivize his character mm, mm. as much as I could. Because I think it's not because I'm a feminist, <laughs> but because I think that the world does it to, to all men. So I try to uh, put him. The, I, I I wanted him to be there, and uh, I didn't want it, uh, us to see him all the time. I just wanted to be like. A, uh, I mean to 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 show like a, sometimes in a glance, in, you know, uh, to be like a shadow or something. Well, you can certainly he's, tell, he's and, and again, which is so remarkable and a testament to your writing and your directing and the acting and everything, how it all seemed to come together, how much he communicated in such a short period of time, because you, you know, it's not just a visual thing. This guy communicates through his eyes and his body language. Yeah, it was he's very hard for him. He's had an incredibly traumatic experience, right? And even, yeah. even Mia, 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 when she's saying on the, on the, on the playground, better to be dead than actually to be right a prisoner yeah, of war yeah. because you know they rape you with bars they they beat you up they torture you they do all these horrific well, things well she was right yes right but that something something like that older people would never say R right so she just said it because i i uh, that's why i gave her well it's, there's something really beautiful and humbling about it coming from a child right yeah yeah we're the ones that should be talking about it yeah and here's this yeah the truth yeah. Yes. There's another thing that I find that I started thinking about just yesterday. There's a journalist in Croatia, in fact, who, who asked me about that, how uh, in patriarchal society, which Croatian society still is, uh, how the, uh, it, it is a still uh, great, probably the greatest taboo, uh, uh, the you know, losing of the dignity of a man, mm. you know, what happens to the men prisoners of war is the topic that we will never open yeah. and honestly try That's to true. solve and talk about uh, Milena Zarovic. Well, and then, right. yeah, and then, you know, and then I was thinking about how we are slowly trying to open the topic, yeah. open conversa conversation about uh, raping uh, of wi women in the camps, which is a uh, uh, tremendous um, Co uh, co collective tra tragedy and you know we are dealing with it because we are used to women being victims that's something we can some in, in a way we can approach that right but right. we can't approach what happened to male prisoners yeah. in war and is it is that changing at all no uh, no not not really no. not even not 20 years not even academically no no and I think it won't hmm. because there's no no one is willing to talk about it and you know it's what we so, said about coping strat strategies, yeah, this yeah. is defi definitely the one that we decide to be quiet about. So I, I do a fair bit of work, and it comes up almost in every podcast. Sorry about this, guys. But uh, I do a lot of work in Cambodia, and I'm actually working on uh, uh, some um, uh, a small film about post-traumatic stress disorder and mental health issues in former Khmer Rouge soldiers back in the 70s, about my age, actually, now. A lot of them, because these guys were 13 and 14 and 15 when back in the 70s when they were fighting. And I met with the University of Phnom Penh and uh, the head psychologist there, who's written, who's just published, 40 years later, 
just published on post-traumatic stress disorder and what's going on in the country. And he and she said, both of them said together, that there's a generation of, of silence yeah. in between where nobody talks about it. And then once that's moved on, then people can start to talk about these things like PTSD and mental health issues and what, it, what does it really mean to lose one's dignity. So maybe people can talk about granddad, not their father. Right, mm -hmm. so so I don't know. I mean, I you know what, Christina, I found, I found your film really hopeful. I, I don't know if that's what your intention was, seeing as you're the cynic here, um, you're the darker one yeah. of the two. I, I th your last shot is so unbelievably hopeful to me. Um, I think they're going to be okay. That's the <laughs> sense I have. I mean, maybe and and again, I, I just I interviewed somebody recently about a pretty dark film just a couple days ago and. And I said, oh, my listeners are going right now, oh, that crazy idealist, you know. <laughs> but, but, but I really, uh, I want to believe in change. I want to believe that we can, you know, move the conversation and actually change the world. I really yeah. want to believe in that. But, yeah. but maybe, maybe you don't. Maybe. Well, I, maybe, maybe women should <laughs> do something about it. Because I think we, we are... Uh, Silence. In, in in Croatia, you mean, or just in, in general, general. Global, globally, in general. globally? Yeah. Why why we are not need to speak up more? Yeah. Is that why not? I mean, I think we have something to say because what's going on is not normal. So maybe we should try to do something. Um, I think uh, there's there's all kinds of work that's being done on, on things like extreme poverty and, and if you want to actually move the needle, then get women involved. And yeah. it's, oh, there's all kinds of research. On, well, there's not just research, it's happening. It's, it's yeah. truly, you know, I don't know if you've heard of uh, the Because I'm a Girl campaign, for instance, with Plan Canada or Plan International, but it's all about empowering young women too. And so when women are involved, salaries go up, education gets better I mean it's 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 shown to be the case so I wonder uh, so what is it about being a man that you know I don't want to talk about it I mean I'm not like that but I guess a lot of men are um, but is that is that the only problem in Croatia no. that it's a loss of dignity that I don't want to talk about it is there something else going on is there is there a culture of violence there that's um, you know you you said yourself that the Balkans is complicated <laughs> yeah. I would say yeah. what little I know is pretty complex. It's complex and uh, I don't know if it wasn't complex it would be strange because uh, you know we all remember war as we said you know it was like yesterday. I remember how we played what what my childhood games were like building shelters to hide from wow. uh, from the bombs things like that. We we you know it was and it's and it was normal. It was just it was just the way the it was. It, we didn't know about anything yep. else. And now I we realize now it's totally you know it's obvious it's not normal. So you know, but we've become equipped and somehow cynical. You get this sure, shield. Sure, sure. You know, can't you are invincible because uh, all that happens later, all these challenges in, in life, you know, you go just slide through it. Because it's everything is okay, you know. It's not war, if you understand. I don't know. So, but uh, yeah, we have a catalog of open uh, problems in Croatia, and but the, but a the main catalog one, of open yes. problems is a great quote. <laughs> yeah. And but you know what? Every country does, right? Yes, every of course. culture does, but some yeah. seem to have 
Croatia more difficult ones than others. Definitely. Yeah. We become, but I think that you know, so many things would change if uh, our financial situation, you know, econ economical situation was a little bit better, because it affects everything, and our example shows how, you know, like how we, we had to squeeze everything into these five days of shooting. So if we had just a little bit more money, or if if we had just a little bit more. Um, money to educate young film filmmakers and you know to open more possibilities uh, our in unemployment rate is terribly high we've just become a part of European Union but remain somehow on the margins of it economically so it's like you know it's, we're stuck some somewhere between the uh, past between the war and between what's right. yet to come, this right. new right. democracy, which right. is like full of pom promises, but uh, so many people are disappointed. Still too early to tell. Yes. Yeah. Are to the two? Are the two of you? Uh, I'm going to ask that question in a second. How will Croatians respond to the film? Um, I think you know, uh, Croatian society is uh, as every um, uh, how do you say. Um, Elections show, and tomorrow we have elections. Yeah, oh, wow. Elections. Yes. Wow. And we don't have a government for a year. No. Did you guys vote before you left? No, <laughs> I, no. So I, I won't be able to vote, yeah. but I'm not uh, even sad about it, or, you know, it's just uh, I, because there's no one I would give my vote to, mm. you know. Uh, there's not an option that, that I want to, to support. And uh, each election has shown in the past like 10 or 15 years that the society is sharply divided on two halves, almost, you know, 50-50. So one half is the one which is immersed in the war and, uh, you know, like dealing with all these problems of the past. And the other part wants to move uh, forward but is, but is uh, disappointed in, in this new democracy and you know, we fought the war for, for independence was the war against um, totalitarianism. But still, you know, this totalitaristic regime is was still more humane than what we have today. Right, right. You know, so yeah. it's a big paradox. And the, cha the change is uh, incremental or, s or small, small yeah. steps. Mm. So you don't, Christina, I'm interested. You don't, you don't think the end of your film is hopeful? You don't see that last image as hopeful? Well, I think it's, uh, it's I a beginning. I want to squeeze a little hope out uh, of you. It's, <laughs> it's a beginning of a new film, maybe feature. Ah. Yeah, but I think when the two of them are sitting there, that she's like, okay, what we're going to do now? I'm yep. going to to be a, a, main, a man in this make house. Man, yes, yes. <laughs> I have oh, to I see. Make a, right, yeah, I'm yeah. going to have to take control yeah. sort of thing, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to be the other half of the man. Right. <laughs> I'm going right. to take your manity. Well, I wonder, you know, to the title even, if the, the man's still there, right? Yeah. The man is still there. Yeah. It's just how do we, yeah, how I do we reveal that? How do we peel back those yeah. layers, right? So yeah. let's not, you know. He's, he's kind of embarrassed. Right. And, and broken yeah. to some degree. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's aware that she's stronger than him. Than he is. See, what gives me a little bit of hope, uh, uh, whether we can agree on, on the film or not, and it's your film, uh, is that you guys have made it. I mean, this is a step in the right direction. Maybe you don't have political leaders that you're going to put your support behind, but 
here are two young film, two, two women filmmakers making a huge statement about, I don't know, I don't know, that kind of stuff gives me, you, you know, shivers up my spine. When you said it, it sounds like uh, <laughs> something is possible, but something I don't think we're in Croatia. I mean, it's been 20 years that the state is like... Somebody told me this morning, Adrian Sitaru, a uh, Romanian filmmaker, he said that for every year of abuse of a child, or anyone for that matter, you need eight years of therapy to recover. I don't know if that's true, yes. but if that's true, it's a pretty interesting statistic. And so, so we need like eight 28 years of, years of therapy? Of, of, of conversation, of dialogue, of therapy, of, of, of love, right? Of, of inclusivity and so on. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, these things aren't easy and I know your film doesn't, uh, certainly doesn't uh, throw them out there in that way at all. And, but what I love about it is it really is a beautiful and tragic story and, and gorgeous to look at, it really is as well. So Thank again, you. congratulations on uh, your world premiere. Thanks for chatting with me today. I really appreciate your generosity. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And tonight is the premiere, yes? Yes, tonight. Tonight, September the 10th, it's going to play throughout the festival here in Toronto, uh, 2016, the world uh, premiere of Half a Man. Here we go. We're going to try your last names again. Christina Kumrich. Yes. Great. Yes. Great. Oh, great. Excellent. And Maya Hergovich. Yes. Oh, there you go. That's yeah. awesome. So anyway, thank you so much uh, for the film and uh, for your time today. Thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. I'm Mary from the Bay. And I'm Courtney from LA. TJG is the podcast where we spill all the tea on your favorite reality TV shows, celebrity gossip, and everything in between. We're here to bring you our unfiltered opinions, hilarious commentary, and plenty of laughs along the way. We're two SDSU Delta Gamma sisters with a microphone and a whole lot of opinions. Each week, we dive headfirst into the wild world of reality television from Bravo to all the trash TV you could want. We break down the drama, dissect the latest scandals, and share our thoughts on everything from the jaw-dropping moments to the embarrassing antics. But that's not all. We're not here to just gossip. We're here to connect with you, the jurors, and share our love of all things pop culture. Whether we're dishing on the latest celebrity breakups, discussing our favorite guilty pleasure movies, or sharing embarrassing stories from our own lives, we promise to keep it real, keep it fun, and keep you coming back for more. Come judge with us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.